With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As part of our nonstop coverage of the NFL, your home for the 12th man proudly presents former Seahawks head coach and Super Bowl champion Mike Holmgren. Brought to you by Toyota of Kirkland. The championship team at Toyota of Kirkland does all the little things that exceed your expectations. And that's what makes Toyota of Kirkland so special. And by work and more, the Northwest Workwear Superstore. Now Mike Holmgren on Sports Radio 93.3, KJR-FM. All right, uh, normally on Thursdays, but we had Hockey Baby yesterday on the radio show. So just a few minutes, uh, we'll take whatever we can get. We'll take whatever scraps fall off the Holmgren table here on the radio program. Whatever time he gives us is an absolute blessing. It's our friend Mike Holmgren. Coach, how are you? I'm good, Dave. How are you doing? Your voice sounds better. Yeah, I'm happy for you. A little bit. Uh, I got to be honest with you, man. I'm a, you know, The kids like to say you're butt hurt. Uh, I'm a little butt hurt today, a little bummed out, you know, uh, about the news regarding Kalen DeBoer. Sure. Leaving yeah. Washington, going to Alabama. What was your take on that today, Coach? Yeah, I, I was disappointed as well. I mean, I, I didn't get a chance to actually meet him, and I wanted to. I told you that because uh, I think he does, you know, he does a great, he did a great job here. And uh, he seems like I, I, I wanted to get to know him, but now I won't get the chance. So uh, I'm a little bummed out, but it's the world of we live in now, uh, you know, all the craziness with the job openings in both college and pros. That, uh, but the, to be in it here two years, you know, I mean, when I left, when I left Green Bay to come to Seattle, you know, I've been there seven years and, and six years or seven years. And then I also, my job changed, you know, I got the, the whole kit and caboodle. Um, it, it just didn't seem like he was here long enough. Mm-hmm. That's all. Well, the old saying is you never want to replace the legend. You want to replace the guy that replaced the legend. So is this the right move to replace the college, the greatest college football coach of all time? Well, I, you know what? It, obviously, he thought it was the right move, and there is going to be that kind of pressure uh, on him. But, I mean, I, I really believe in him. I, I think he's perfectly capable of handling this, and they got they got a great So, um, you know, it's 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 – but it's it's hard, you know. The other thing is, I think some schools, you know, the sky's the limit as far as salaries and things like that go. Not every school is in that in that category, yeah. and so if that's that's another factor that factors into some of these moves, it, it just has to be. Well, Mike, what do you say to Husky fans that are having a problem with trust right now? You know, we took some calls earlier, and one guy called up and said, "Look, I don't know if I can tell my kids to keep doing this because I just." can't promise they won't get stabbed in the back by somebody who takes off for a different job. There's a lot of movement in the NFL, a lot of movement in college football, and these buyouts seemingly mean nothing. I mean, Kalen DeBoer, Mike, had a $12 million buyout, which which did not stop Alabama whatsoever. So for fans who have a problem with trust right now, what do you say to them? Well, I'd say I understand that. I mean, I do understand that. You know, after the season they had and the fans, the Husky fans, it was just, it was surreal. It was wonderful. 
and now all of a sudden this is a huge letdown. But, you know, not every team can afford those buyouts. Not every team can do this, every college. You know, certain teams can, and and people have to know that. It just it just seemed it happened too quickly, Dave. Yeah. You know, that, that he wasn't here long enough. And, you know, I, I remember I remember having a conversation, actually, with um, – with coaches saying, you know, that asked me about, what about this job? Is it time? Uh, Dan Quinn, I had the conversation with him, and I said, you know, because uh, he, he was being, you know, Cleveland wanted him. And I said, you know, if you really feel like that's the place, go. But you will get other chances here. You will get other chances down the road. I was told that, too, uh, after after I had a, had some chances to go with the 49ers, and I did, and I stayed. So, but look at it, it, Alabama. It is one of the top teams in the country. It has been for a long time. But to Dick's point, there there will be some pressure now to 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 maintain that level, and that's not always easy. Well, coach, it's been such a crazy week that we've gone six seven minutes with you, and we haven't brought up the topic of Pete Carroll being fired or let go or whatever you want to call it as head coach of the yeah. Seattle Seahawks. So. How surprised are you about that? And do you think it was the right move by Jody Allen? Well, I was surprised, and because I thought, uh, you know, I thought he would step away on his own uh, in the next couple of years. I thought that was a possibility because he's coached a long time, uh, and his contract ran, you know, for another at least another year or two. Uh, so the fact that he that it happened right now uh, that did surprise me. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know he look at and and the fact that Jody Allen I know Jody a little bit I've met her and and when I was being hired and so on and I just go I I don't th- I didn't I, it seemed to me like other people were involved I don't know that mm-hmm. but behind the scenes you know Jody's getting advice from people and uh, you know from a fo- pure football decision you know I didn't think that was going to happen. So I was just, I was as surprised as anybody to be honest. Yeah. Well, Pete Pete has come out and said two things. Number one, he was indeed let go, and he yeah. said it came from non-football people. I mean, non-football people to me is Jody Allen and Burt Cold. I mean, who else is he talking about? Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I and I, but I think I, I didn't read that, but uh, if he said that, yeah, that's that's kind of an admission. I did he he felt that way or we came across that way. And I don't think, you know, the owner, Jody Allen is the owner of the team. So when you talk about non-football people, I don't think that re- that's referencing Jody Allen. I, I think, you know, she's the owner. The owner can do whatever. Okay. But Jody Allen, you know, as a part of a football, you know, fiery football person, uh, I'm not sure. So she is getting advice from people. Mm. That's fair. And I don't, I, I have never a really agreed with uh, the people that give her advice. I really don't. Mm. So, you know, it's, but it, it is, listen, it happened. Pete coached for a long time. Bless his heart. He did a wonderful job with Seattle and he had us, he, he's a unique guy in the coaching circles as far as long as I was in it. Uh, and I've known him forever. Yep. Yeah. You know, he, the bouncing around and playing catch and throwing and music and all that kind of stuff. Not many guys do that. Really, that's his style, and he made it work in Seattle. Well, Coach, both times Paul Allen swung for the fences for head coaches, he hit home runs. He hit home runs with you, and he hit home run with Pete Carroll. 
How about Jim Harbaugh? That, to me, is the home run hire for the Seattle Seahawks right now. And do you think he's better suited for the NFL? And would you like that move by Seattle? Uh, I It would surprise me a lot. You know, I was over there yesterday and talked to John just a little bit and uh, talked to my guys and, and actually wanted to talk to Pete, but he, scooted, he was scooted out of the building before I got a chance to. Um, and I think what John's responsibility will be now you know, he, you have to have, he will have to hire a coach. He wants to hire a coach. I'm sure he does that, that, it, that it's going to work. It's going to work like it worked with he and Pete. It's going to work like it worked with, and he was there with Ron Wolf and me. Uh, if you get those type, that type of connection mm-hmm. in, in an organization, you got a chance to do really well. Uh, so I, I it would surprise the heck out of me if you hired Jim, mm-hmm. you know, I, uh, he he's a he's a really good coach, but look at his look at his record. He's he's there four years at a place, and then all of a sudden something happens, something blows up, and it's not the record. They he wins games, so is that what you want? Yeah. You know, so it would really surprise me, Dick. And if I were to, he would ask me, I'd say don't do that. Yeah, okay. yeah, interesting. Uh, I really Mike like Dan Quinn a lot. Uh, I like him as a leader. I think he'd be great for culture with the Seahawks. I just wish he was an offensive coordinator yeah. and not a defensive coordinator. Is it time for the Seahawks to maybe look for a head coach that comes from that side of the ball? You know what? Uh, and you're asking. You're probably asking the wrong guy, Dave. Yeah, right. I, you know my yeah. feelings on this. I, 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 I hope they hire an offensive guy. And having said that, I really like Dan Quinn. I think he's an outstanding coach. And he's going to be a head coach. He's going to get a job this year from somewhere. I, that's my feeling. But I hope the Seahawks go the other way. I think they have tremendous talent on offense. Mm-hmm. And you know, but but listen, I'll be the first one to say I'm 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 uh, I'm not objective about this because I was an offensive coach. I was going to call the plays. I was going to handle that, and then I was going to hire a great defensive coordinator like a Ray, like a, you know Sherm Lewis. Uh, excuse me, like Fritz Shermer. And those guys, John John Marshall, those guys, they were really good. I knew them, I trusted them, and I could hand them that side and then worry about the other stuff myself. So that's my hope. Now we'll see what happens. Yeah. All right, man, great stuff. Enjoy the weekend, and we're back at the Central on Thursday uh, talking playoffs, man. So we'll see you then, all right? Thanks, Coach. We got it. Thanks, guys. All right, bud. Mike Holmgren. Okay, uh, the rest of the show belongs to you uh, at 286-9595 or 800 829 0950. We're going to get back to our roots here a little bit, guys, on the radio show and take your phone calls on a real, let's face it, emotional day, right, for Husky football fans. A lot of people are angry. They're frustrated. They want to point fingers. They want to blame. Uh, People are completely bummed out about this news today with Kalen DeBoer taking off for Alabama. Uh, You tell us who you blame for this. Are you mad at Kalen? Are you mad at the university? Uh, are you understanding of the situation? Your thoughts on what happened today with Kalen DeBoer taking off for Alabama on the phone lines next right here on 93.3 KJRFM. This is your home for the Huskies, the Kraken, the NHL playoffs, and Super Bowl 58. Sports Radio 93.3 KJRFM. Now back to Softy and Dick. Uh, Anna Marikowska, UW President, Troy Dannon, UW AD have both put out statements regarding Kalen DeBoer leaving for Alabama. 
first from the president, Kalen DeBoer led a remarkable run for UW football and showed the world that we are capable of competing at the very highest level. We are very disappointed that he chose to leave, but he has left us a strong foundation to build on, both on and off the field. We wish him the best of luck at Alabama. We'll start an immediate search for the next leader of UW football, someone who can build on these successes as we enter the Big Ten and ensure the long-term excellence of our program. That's from the president, from Troy Dannon. The last two seasons of Husky football have encapsulated all that we seek in our sports programs. Competing for championships, providing a tremendous student-athlete experience, and creating a lifetime of memories for our student-athletes, our university, our fans, and our community. Kalen DeBoer has been an outstanding leader of our football program, and what he accomplished in two seasons on Montlake will forever be a part of our storied history. We are sad to see him leave, and we did all that we could to keep Kalen at UW, but ultimately... He made a decision that was in the best interest of his family and furthered his professional goals. We thank Kalen for his service to Washington and wish him, Nicole, Alexis, and Avery the very best in their new endeavor. We have one of the best head coaching jobs in all of college football. With our recent success, our upcoming entry into the premier intercollegiate athletics conference, the Big Ten, our passionate supporters and fan base and a world-class university, our search for a new head coach is underway, and I am excited about what comes next for Husky football, says Troy Dannon. And uh, one other piece of news that just hit from Peter Nakos of On3 Sports, uh, Washington quarterback Will Rogers has, uh, of course, entered the transfer portal. So, <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Do we just go get Cam Ward now? And we just say, you know what? We got all the money in the world here because we're not paying any other players. He's going to the NFL. If you think you can pay him more than the NFL, go get him. Yeah, I mean, do you think he's really going to the NFL? Here's what I feel like just happened. I feel like we just finished second at the Daytona 500. And then just as you're crossing the finish line, the car exploded. (laughs) And you can't race again? That's what I feel like. I feel like we are a stinking expansion team right now. Well, but that's that's the way it is in college football. Any school this happens to, this is what happens because it's 2024. Well, I feel like we are starting over. Honestly, I, I, I feel like we are absolutely gutted right now. I have no idea who's sticking around. I mean, come to UW because there's plenty of playing time available. No question. Maybe Dylan Morris comes back now. Oh, wow. Well, the coach is going to bring in his own quarterback. Sure. Probably. And I get that. And I'm talking about how I feel this right very now. second. I'm sure they'll hire somebody and I'm sure it'll be okay. Right? They'll get players. They will have a team. I agree with you on all of that. But... Are we going six and six next year? Are we going five and seven oh, next year? Tell me who's on the team. Tell me right? who's the coach. I don't How know. How much activity can this guy get in the portal? How many spring additions can he bring in? I mean, uh, the, right now the team is getting blown to bits. Right now, today, the team is getting yeah. blown to bits. There's no question about that. Uh, let's go out to uh, Tim and Kirkland. Tim, you're first up this segment. What do you make of all this, Timmy? Talk to us, man. All right, so uh, first and foremost, I'm going to say that I'm a Coug, and I want to go back in the time machine, and I want to go back to when we lost the Rose Bowl. And guess what happened? Mike Price gets gets uh, baited by 
old Alabama. Yep. And he's out within. Did he even play a game? No, with no. Them? He never with coached the whole a game. He, ne- he never had a practice, crap? I don't think, with them. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I, I just, this is where my history degree comes in. And I'm like, is no one paying attention to the history? They've done this before. It's happened before. I can't believe that this DeBoer guy doesn't know. It's, it's, it's just he well, said doesn't know what doesn't know what. So, so you're saying that he's going to get caught with hookers? Kalen DeBoer better be careful about getting busted at a strip club. Is that what you're saying? Well, let me let me just say that old Diamond Mike there. Uh, wow, what a setup. Okay, uh, I I really really I just think that they're just like I think you guys said it earlier, right? They're gonna they're gonna just. It's the guy that replaces the legendary coach right. that always gets all the heat. And that's exactly what happened before. Yeah. I I wish him the best. And and you know what? As a Coug, I watched what happened and I was really excited for them. I I did not want them to win the Natty because I honestly they would never shut shut up about it, right? Yeah. Well you're so a Cougar fan. I mean, look, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're yeah, a cougar. Yeah, yeah. That's the way it should be, yeah. man. But we're going to move on to some more calls in a second here. Here's the difference, though, between Mike Price and Kalen DeBoer. I mean, I don't know that Kalen DeBoer likes to frequent adult nightclubs. <laughs> he may. I don't think he does. The difference, though, between Kalen DeBoer and Mike Price is that Kalen DeBoer. I mean, guys, I love Mike Price. I really do. He's one of my all-time favorite Cougs, and there's not many. But he blew it. He was taken over for Dennis Franchione. This guy's taken over for Nick Saban, yeah. who's the greatest head coach in the history, maybe, of organized athletics. So he goes 14-1 and at Bama and gets destroyed in the national championship game. They are killing him That's down exactly there for right. that. That's exactly right. There's another difference between Mike, uh, Mike Price and Kalen DeBoer. One of them has built a program from scratch. Mm-hmm. One of them has never built a program from scratch. The person that built the program from scratch was the guy that got busted with the strippers, yeah. not Kalen DeBoer. Yeah. Well, look, I, I'm, I'm not concerned about Kalen DeBoer getting caught with a, with a dancer. Uh, I'm not either. Before he even has a spring practice. Uh, let's go out to the phone lines again. Let's go out to Bill in North Dakota. Line three, you're on the air, Bill. How are you? I'm pretty good. How about you, Safi? Nah, not great. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm right there. So we're completely gutted here. You know, my family, we've all been Husky fans forever. You know, we're completely gutted. But it's one of those things, I'm happy for Kalen if that's his goal, that Alabama was his goal. I'm happy he reached that, you know. But when you replace Nick Saban, I don't know how you can do that. You know, I mean, he – Alabama – they were in a rough spot before Saban got there. And maybe the only spot, reason that they got to the top was because of Saban. So replacing that with the donors that they got, I understand that they're going to pour a lot of money in there. But Alabama's been slow to adapt to the NIL and the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's setting himself up for failure almost. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Well, I think honestly, man, and I appreciate the call, Bill. Uh, I think one of the reasons, and you're exactly right, Alabama, you would think, would have a super-duper strong NIL program. They really do not down there. Uh, and I think one of the reasons why they don't have that is because of Nick Saban. That wasn't Nick Saban's deal. I mean, Paul Feinbaum told a story on ESPN a couple of days ago that Nick Saban lost a player because he wouldn't pay him millions of dollars to come to school there, and he went somewhere else, and he's a star. I'm not sure the guy's name, but mm-hmm. Nick Saban was kind of a dinosaur, right, in yeah. that regard. Yes. And he was not quick to embrace NIL. And it was starting to cost him a little bit. And he's, no doubt. And he's not quick to embrace the transfer portal. I think things are going to change with Kalen DeBoer down there in Tuscaloosa. Oh, there's no question. He is going to explain to them the the need for NIL money, and the money's going to be there. There's no question about that. He is going to get the money he needs. They just paid $12 million to buy him out. They're going to be just fine when it's all said and done. The question is, will you dub be just fine? You know, look, I mean, you know what, guys, you know what a new coach is going to want to know? What is the number one question that you think a new head coach will want to know about the opportunity to coach the Husky football team? How much money are you going to get me in my NIL coffers, Montlake Futures? That's what they're going to want to know. Freaking ding. And that's a question for all of Seattle and all of Husky Nation. How much are you willing to pay to win? Ding, ding, ding. That's the question. And you know what? It stinks. I find it almost disgusting that that's what this sport has come to, where guys like you and I are being asked to, hey, go buy tickets, go buy jerseys, go travel with the team, buy hot dogs, and oh, by the way, give us more money. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's horrible yeah. what has happened to college but football. That's, that's reality. If you want to win, you got to do that. So you get your ass to Montlake Futures right now yep. and you freaking donate tonight. Because that's the number one question a new head coach is going to want to have an answer to. I promise you that. Patrick and Lake Stevens on line four. You're on the air. Go ahead. Hey, how you doing, guys? Yeah. So I'll make this I'll make this real quick. So I've been going to UW games since I was three years old, twenty six now. Uh, I'm not going to be nice to Kalen DeBoer. You know, twenty five and three. Congratulations, woohoo! You did it with Jimmy Lake and Chris Peterson's recruits. You brought in a couple of transfer portal guys. I, I don't believe this. Where it's not about the money. Okay, the talent was here. The collectors better here. You know, this was the epitome of someone who saw that he got his butt kicked by Michigan in a bowl game. Mm-hmm. And then went out and was like, well, if I can't beat him, I'm going to join him. Yeah. Kalen DeBoer and all these other coaches who jumped ship from programs that he proved he could take to a national title game. He proved it himself. Who jumped ship and go to a program that they think is better 
is the epitome of why college football in general has zero polarity. It's why you got Clemson versus Alabama in three years in a row for a national title. It is the epitome of why college football has a transfer portal to begin with, was because there was no polarity. The talent was stacked at four schools. The same four schools are playing for a title every year, and the transfer portal is an issue. And now it's coming down to collectives. It's all about money. Yeah. And when you get offered $9.5 million at UW to stay here and you're going to be the top 10 coach and then you go to Alabama, it's clearly about money because the collective's better here. You had the talent here. You brought in transfers, and then you jump ship to a team that, I mean, let's look at the facts here. Will Rogers is one of the best quarterbacks in the SEC under Mike Leach in an air raid system. Kalen DeBoer, while it's more closer to being balanced, is an air raid system they run here. They brought in Will Rogers. He's better than Jalen Milrow. Jalen Milrow can't throw a football. You saw it in the Rose Bowl game. He couldn't yeah. move the ball. Yeah. So yeah. it's just the talent's here. It's the epitome of money. I have no respect for Kalen DeBoer. I hope we go get a coach who will come in here and, you know, do kind of what Chris Peterson did, want to, you know, win nine, ten games here, you know, contend for a semifinal game and build here. But he's going to get run out of town in Alabama. You can't go win nine games in Alabama. You're going to get fired. Yeah. They don't yeah. do that. You're following gotcha. the greatest college gotcha. football coach of all time. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, I look, I'm not going to I'm not going to deny any of that. I think being the guy that replaces the guy doesn't really work and I, I think he's taking a gigantic risk right now. Uh let somebody else be the guinea pig. Let yep. somebody else get stomped on for 3 or 4 years and shoot up and spit out and then take that gig. That would have been my advice to him. The problem is that's not how he thinks. Yeah. And anybody who's ever met him knows that. This is a guy who, two weeks before the Sugar Bowl, was convinced that they were going to win the national title at Washington. And he still thinks they could have won a national title at Washington. After the game, I was talking with him, texting with him. He's telling me, we have everything we need. We're going to do this. Stay the course. Our plan, he believes his culture and his plan will work anywhere. And you have to have that confidence if you want to survive in this sport. Well, I, I agree with 95% of what that caller said i would disagree with the sentiment of the if you can't beat him join him thing kalen boar's gone even if they win on monday night he might be gone and i'll tell you what else is funny dick and i were talking off the air about this if roma dunze gets stopped on that fourth and one play against the cougars in the apple cup and they win that yep. game is kalen DeBoer coaching alabama right now oh no. what do they do in the pac-12 championship game uh they lose the pac-12 championship well, game nope because they had clinched it before the apple cup yes. you're right you get my point. If he doesn't do what he did, if he loses to Oregon in Vegas, that's a better analogy. Does I, Alabama call him? Did this run cost Washington their head coach? Yeah. And was it worth it? Yes, it was worth it. Okay. We went uh, to the national freaking championship. Dan game. is in Alabama. He's a Husky fan, but he's in Alabama. How are you, Dan? What's going on? How's it going, guys? It's it's tough. I mean, I'm, I'm with uh, all the Alabama fans and... I knew how good of a coach we have and had and how good as he could be. But, um, yeah, it's, I mean, staying up till 1 o'clock in the morning to watch Husky games. And, uh, I don't know, like you said, it's a real – I mean, I've been watching the Huskies since uh, since 91. And uh, I thought they could have their first championship. And, you know, going down to Nashville and with a bunch of other fans and celebrate uh, thinking that we were going to – win it and then this and, and then the Seahawks. I, I got to see the Seahawks in Nashville uh win that game and that was amazing. There were more Seahawks fans than Nashville fans and Titans fans, but 
Gosh, uh, yeah, it's tough. Um, but I know that Washington is one of the most desirable programs in the country, and it is the greatest setting in college football. So yep. I think we're going to get somebody. I just don't know who it's going to be. Well, give us, but, uh, dude, give us real quick because you're down there in Alabama. What are what are Alabama fans saying? Are they are they cool with this hire? Uh, they really wanted um, Lane Kiffin, right? Who or they wanted, uh, and I told them they did, you don't want. <laughs> you, <laughs> You definitely didn't want Dan Lanning because he got his ass kicked twice, you know, or three times. <laughs> so I was like, he's not a good coach. I mean, so that gives me some solace is that same thing with Sark. I watched him, you know, we had him for four years. And so I know you, I told him they didn't want Sark either. I mean, he's, you know, he'll, he'll do what he's going to do at Texas, but he's not going to win anything because he never won anything at Washington. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. All right, man, we got to run. Uh, I got you. All right. Uh, 529. Holy, uh, 539. Holy moly. Uh, we'll get a break. We'll get more phone calls coming up next segment uh, into the 6 p.m. hour with your thoughts uh, at 286-9595 and 800-829-0950. Next on Sophie and Dick with Jackson. This is your home for the Huskies, the Kraken, the NHL playoffs, and Super Bowl 58. Sports Radio 93.3, KJR-FM. Now back to Softy and Dick. So Nick Saban has put a statement out regarding Kalen DeBoer's hire. You want to hear it? Sure. I thought you'd say no. I was hoping. No, I'd rather hear Nick Saban than Kalen DeBoer. I was, I was, I was hoping you'd say no, to be honest with you. Just, just say no. No. Because I don't want to read it. Right. Really? Yeah. Well, I, I was going to read it to you. It's a statement on social media. I mean, Wouldn't you rather hear from Nick Saban on Kalen DeBoer than Kalen DeBoer himself? Well, when I say here, I meant, do you want me to read it to you? Yes. Because there's no audio here. It's just me reading it. That's Jackson, right. do you have any desire to see this or hear about this? Yeah. Is Nick it as Saban? long as the Dannon statement no, that yeah. you no. read? God, that took a segment. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't write it. Should I have not read it? Uh, Nick Saban, I want nothing more than to see Alabama football continue to be successful and Coach DeBoer is an outstanding choice to lead the program. He has a proven track record of success as one of the brightest football minds. Coach DeBoer has an excellent understanding of what it takes to be a successful head coach. Whether it's coaching, recruiting, developing players, or building a culture, he has done a fantastic job at every stop of his coaching career and I am excited to see what he will be able to accomplish in Tuscaloosa. Terry and I will be there to support Coach DeBoer and his family with anything they need. Nick Saban. God, why did I read that? <laughs> Tuesday, you and I are on the air in Houston. Yes. The day after the national championship game. Kalen DeBoer called in. And to end the interview... We asked him what is going on with his contract. Can you give us and give the Husky fans out there any update on what's happening with your contract and your future? Yeah, we'll get back to we'll get back to it here. I mean, you just there's just things that you know when you're in the the heat of the schedule and what we were the moment. You know, it's different if you're playing just a, a bowl game and your season's going to be over and you're trying to take those next steps. It's, it's a whole lot different when you're on a playoff run. And so, um, I, you know, we just get back to it. And it's Troy's been trying to do everything to make me feel like a priority. Uh, I've said that before. I'll say it again. And, um, you know, uh, president Kalsay, everyone just associated with the university. And so, um, you know, they've been, they've been doing everything they can. And so, you know, I, I love it here. And these guys, um, this coaching staff loves it here. And, uh, you know, 
the hunger we have uh, was strong um, to go win a championship. And it's uh, the empty feeling we have right now. Um, once it kind of leaves us here, uh, hopefully sooner than later, um, you know, we'll be hungrier than ever uh, to go, go do it and get back in the same moment. So knowing what you know now, mm-hmm. does that quote land any differently at all? Um, I just don't know what he knew when he talked to us. I just don't. I don't know if, I mean, I'm sure that he knew that there was rumblings potentially. I mean, I yeah. just, yeah. Saban was still the coach at Alabama then. Right, but, but, and this is where the skepticism comes in. His agent is Jimmy Sexton, yeah. who is also Nick Saban's agent. Okay, well then. Did Jimmy know then. Sexton know for months that Nick Saban was ready to retire and told Kalen, don't sign anything? Don't sign anything until the season's over. Because whatever they're going to offer you, the number will only get bigger yep, with yep. the games that you win. I do believe that, yes. Did he know that Nick was going to retire? And did he rely? I mean, first of all, if he knew he was going to retire. There is not one ounce of my body that does not believe he relayed that to Coach DeBoer. Not one. Oh, yes. I it, Yes. I think that he knew, having known that, I forgot that Jimmy Sexton was the same agent as, yep. as, as yep. Nick Saban. Yep. Um, so then DeBoer did know Saban was leaving. I don't know he knew that he was going to take the job on sure. Tuesday. Though. And he may not have even known that he was going to be offered That's the job. Correct. That's Maybe correct. Maybe they wanted Steve Sarkeesian. Maybe if Sark had beaten DeBoer in the Sugar Bowl, they would have hired him instead. Maybe he thought they would go after Lanning. Maybe he thought they'd go after Lane Kiffin or Dabo or Jim Harbaugh, whoever. If Sark would have beaten DeBoer, then Alabama, I think, certainly would have gone after Sark first. Yeah, I don't know. You know what? At some point, and i got to be honest with you, I'm not even sure if I care enough to do it. We should put Ryan Fowler on the air from Alabama. Yeah, He's going to be at the press conference tomorrow. But really, does anybody really give a damn about how things went down from Alabama's perspective? No. I want to know how things went down from our perspective yeah. and how we got to this point. Uh, let's go to the phone line. Softy and Dick with Jackson. Uh, how about Ramey at the UW? How are you, man? You're on the air. Go ahead. Yo, how's it going? Yeah, you know how it's going, pal. Oh, yeah. Same over here. Talk to I us. I was going to say, man, it's disappointing day. Been depressed all day. Uh it's to feel absolutely betrayed. Uh, can I say that I still respect Kalen DeBoer? Sure. I'll, I'll respect the two years that, that he gave us here. I'm a senior, so this is my graduating year. Mm-hmm. It was nice to see the run, travel with the team, went to Houston and everything. But can't say I, I still respect him the way he went out. I understand. I mean, if he, was, he wanted to do it, this is his, that's his goal. I understand it, but it's, now it's, you know, it's today's a pretty depressing day. The sun's going to rise tomorrow. Need to know what's going to what's going to happen. Yeah, I get you, man. You know, but he gave you a hell of a moment, right? If you're a student and you're a senior at UW, he gave you a hell of a moment to go out. And I asked you last segment if all of this was worth it. If I would have told you the day Jimmy Lake got fired, we're going to hire a guy. He's going to be here for two years. He's going to go 25 and three. Is that right? 25 and three? Yes. He's going to get you three wins against the Ducks. Mm-hmm. He's going to win you a Sugar Bowl, and you're going to play in the national championship he's game. He's going to give you a Heisman runner up. He's going to give you a Heisman runner up, but then he's going to leave, and the roster is going to get blown to kingdom come. Would you have taken that? Yes, absolutely. Would you have taken that? Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, the memories. Ugh. 
The memories that I shared with my kids over the last two years, I will, you will, I will never, never regret that. Are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah, that part I agree with, uh, and I think you're right. If that was the offer on the table, I would have taken that. But we thought we were getting so much more than that. We thought we were getting that. How many times could I say that? And much, much more. Yeah, but we don't know that two, two years ago. Right. Kalen Bourne no, no. could have been a schlub. I'm saying at this today, after the Houston game came to an end, yeah. we thought we were getting two years yes. of unbelievable football and then God knows what else down right. the road. Uh, let's go to uh, Johnny in Tacoma. Johnny, you're on line one. You're on the air. How are you? Hey, Softy. Uh, like, you know, it's a horrible, cold, devastating day. Um, but what I keep thinking about is, man, how lucky we were with Chris Peterson. At least we knew that he was our guy, and that's something that I can respect. It just uh, seems like a lot of betrayal today with Kalen. Yeah, I know a lot of people have mentioned that, man. I, and, look, I, I appreciate that, and I, and I think there's no I, – I get that angle. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I would just ask this. Um, you got a guy who preaches loyalty – he wants his players to know that he's there for them on and off the field. He wants his guys to know that he loves them. He wants to build this culture. He wants to build this camaraderie. And then Alabama calls and says, hey, you want to come coach for us? Should he have said no then to Alabama? Because of all those things he told his players. I mean, I, I just want you to put yourself in his shoes for a second. You're here with us, Jackson. Yeah. Dick, no, you're I, here with us. I know exactly what I've done. And somebody calls you and says, hey, we'd like you to become the play-by-play voice of the L.A. Lakers. And you've been sitting around here telling us how much you love this show. You love me and Jackson, which is a lie. But you get my point. Well, it's different for me, but I've been here for 27 right. years. Okay, but let's say you were here for two years. Whatever, all right? I mean, I can go anywhere and still call myself loyal. Okay. I've been here for a quarter of a all century. Right. But that's not the point. Stay on target. You understand what I'm trying to ask you. You're telling people how much you love them. You've built this unbelievable thing that is full of culture and camaraderie. And you've, and you've been there for a couple years. And then your dream job shows up. Mm-hmm. What are you supposed to do when that phone call comes in? I think Kalen DeBoer, here's what I think Kalen DeBoer should have done. Kalen DeBoer is so damn confident that he's going to win national championships in Alabama. He's probably right. If he's so confident in his ability... His ability he should have not followed the legend. He should have established something deeper here and then go replace the dude that fails at okay. Alabama okay. in four years. But what if that doesn't happen? What if the guy that replaces Nick Saban doesn't fail? And what if that job never... Then beca- he goes to the NFL never if he wants to go open. someplace else. That's a, His two dreams were NFL or Alabama. Okay. Well, he what? still has the opportunity right. to have his well, dream. I, I, I'm just telling you what I've heard about his goals. I don't know what his dreams are per se. I would never try to tell you what another man's dream is. But if he's been coveting this job, if he's been coveting that particular gig, what do you want him to do? I I I don't and that's why I don't blame him. I'm so devastated. I'm heartbroken today. I feel like the caller said I feel betrayed too. But at the same time, I think you just got to step back and I think you're right, Softy. You, you understand that if your dream job opens up, even if it hurts the people that you've, you know, claimed loyalty to for a couple of years, you know, you you can't say no to a dream job It's scenario. a hard situation. It's hard. It's a really tough situation to be in because either way you're taking a chance. Right? And either way, you're hurting somebody somewhere. For sure. No question. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 